0: following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. 30 years of the best sports talk in Middle Tennessee, featuring Tennessee Radio Hall of Famer George Plaster. Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame coach, Watson Brown, and Young Guns, Billy Derrick and Michael Sindrick. And now, here's your host, George Blaster.
1: hello again everybody welcome in on what has turned into a beautiful monday in nashville tennessee first time in about a week we have had sunshine and that's kind of nice in fact it's very nice let's uh start out uh what will be a busy day on the show head up to the plateau and say hello to coach watson brown watson i know uh you got kind of a heavy heart going right now mike leach has been uh, a friend of yours. And I know all of us who know or care anything about co- college athletics are praying for Mike Leach.
2: Yeah, George well, all we get is rumors and, and um, you know, the, the latest that we've heard is he had a massive heart attack at his home and, and they got him to Jackson, which is probably a two hour driver. They said the weather was bad and they couldn't lifelight him. So they had to, take him in an ambulance and, and uh, all we can do is hope and pray. I that's, that's, that's it. It's amazing how these things come on. You so sudden sometimes and makes us all understand how fragile life is. And, uh, yeah. all my, all my background with Mike is through football and coaching. And, and, uh, but all of a sudden now I think more about it and I, and I don't know his wife, I've never met his wife, family. But now that's really all that's on my mind is that everybody hangs in there, and we just hope and pray and that he gets through this. Um, it's a lot different than it used to be with heart attacks. So all we can hope, George, is it, that he's that he makes it through this, if that's what it is. And I guess you've got a feeling it is.
1: Yeah, that, that's what the uh, Clarion Ledger is reporting, and uh, we will keep you all as updated as possible if uh, if anything else were to uh,
3: to break on that story. Billy, hope you're well. George, I'm great. I know I think we're all battling a little bit of a cold. I, I started a little, little head cold, but we're fighting through yeah. it and uh, hoping for, for Coach Leach that he's able to keep fighting and everybody's rooting for him. So uh, I know we'll, we'll be getting more into that a little bit later, but uh, I'm doing good, George
1: absolutely let's uh let's start as we do every day with our daily titans update terry mccormick joins us from his palatial studio terry how are you
4: Doing good george doing good doing much better than the titans are
1: yes um virtually everybody is um terry let's start with this not that they need any more injury problems but how did they come out of this?
4: Well, one more uh, to add to that, uh, George, and that's Dontrell Hilliard, who suffered a neck injury, was carted off and transported uh, by ambulance to the hospital. Uh, Mike Vrabel said he's doing better, but uh, he has already been declared out for this coming week's game against the L.A. Chargers.
1: Yeah. Terry, one of the things, first of all, they were completely defenseless yesterday. And I guess even though nobody wants alibis, they had a ton of injuries
4: and it just looked like a shell of a defense that at one point was pretty good. Yeah, I think that's been an issue uh, here, especially yesterday. and has been an issue now for two or three games because they missed Danico Autry in the middle of that defensive line and then sometimes coming off the edge as a pass rusher. Uh, He's missed the last three games since he injured his knee in Green Bay, and he still leads the Titans with seven sacks. Without him in there, teams now key more on Jeffrey Simmons, and Jeffrey Simmons is not healthy either, still battling an ankle injury that limits him in practice, keeps him out at least one day a week, sometimes two, sometimes all three days. And then you add to that, taking out Christian Fulton, their best corner, who uh, suffered a groin injury against the Eagles on that play where A.J. Brown and he collided. That turned into a touchdown. And then a guy who is an integral part of that defense, inside linebacker David Long on IR now with a hamstring. That's You saw the way Evan Ingram ripped through them yesterday that uh, David Long's a guy that they really cannot do much without him in there.
1: Terry, over the last two years, they have had just an absolute boatload of injuries, way more than the NFL average. Is there any theory as to why they have been hit this way?
4: Uh, Georgia, you broke up there a little bit. I I couldn't hear you. Can you repeat that, please?
1: Yeah, they have had way more than the NFL average for injuries. And this is at a time where the league has never had
4: more injuries What's the theory as to what's going on there? I still wasn't able to make that out, George. I'm sorry.
3: Hmm. I don't really know. Can you hear us now, Terry?
4: I do. I hear you now, yes.
3: Okay. okay.
1: What's, the, uh, what, what's the theory as to why they've had so many more injuries than the rest of the league? This has been insane
4: i it's a good question i don't know that anybody really has the answer i mean i know that a lot of times you know people are quick to blame the training staff or the program that they work through in the off season to you know get conditioned and whatnot but you know i don't know that that's really a clear-cut uh visible thing that you can point to and say that that's the reason because. If it was, you would think that they would have already fixed it and made some changes there. Now it's something that they probably do need to evaluate throughout the off-season to see if there are things that they do. But you know, I'm not gonna go and blame the coaching staff or the training staff uh or the strength and conditioning people for this because of this very reason right here. Mike Vrabel played for 14 years in the NFL. He knows what it takes. He's you know, a lot of times guys who didn't play football at at the NFL level or didn't play it at a very high level, maybe don't recognize as much what players go through on an injury basis as guys who did play at that level. And I think Mike Vrabel is a guy who knows full well all about the the life of an NFL player, the injuries that you go through, the things you have to do to get your body ready, keep your body ready and deal with the, the nicks and the cuts. So, I think if anybody would be on top of, of that situation, as far as knowing how to prepare a team and knowing when to practice hard, when to back off, it's going to be Mike Grable. So other than just plain bad luck, I don't know that there is an answer.
1: Terry appreciated as always. We'll check back within. Well, I didn't say that very well. We will <laughs> check back in
3: with you tomorrow. I think there's a little bit of delay there from Terry, Uh, but... It
1: does seem that way. Anyway, that was our Daily Titans update.
3: There it is. It's been brought to you by Sumner Funeral and Cremation. They are sharing their family with yours in your time of need. They've got two convenient locations in both Gallatin and Hendersonville and also online at SumnerFuneral.com. Don't forget about the Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners. They are proven to be trusted with your most personal asset, the Justin Tucker team, Middle Tennessee's most trusted team in realty. Give them a call at 615-906-8458. Okay, we start the update with, again, the Mike Leach news. Uh, our thoughts and prayers are with uh, the Mississippi State community and uh, in that program and, and his family. And uh, you guys pretty much, you know, got, got all of that out. I don't know if there's anything else uh, that you guys wanted to add uh, on that.
1: No, other than uh, this is, this is bothering a lot of people in the athletics world um in Watson, you know that better than I do um th- there's just a lot of concern
2: yeah, Mike is such a character and he's he's one of those guys that everybody clings to in the coaching profession. I've never heard anybody say they don't like Mike leach. I mean he's just he he's he lights up the room whatever whenever you're around him I mean he's uh he's just he's borderline weird. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't even word to use, but we all love his weirdness. I mean, he pops something out, and you go, "He didn't say that, did he?" And, well, <laughs> yes, he did. And but he did, and he yeah. and he's brilliant. He's a very smart man. He's got a law degree. I mean, uh, he he's really a sharp guy. And I promise you, this touched a lot of people because he was just so well liked, and that's not normal in the coaching profession.
3: And they've got you know a bowl game to prepare for recruiting. Zach Arnett uh, is is going to be the interim, so he'll be in charge of kind of gathering those guys together and getting ready for a bowl game. So you can't imagine what uh, what them I and that they, staff.
2: I think they were supposed to practice yesterday afternoon and practiced again today. So that is so second. Yeah, I saw where they did
3: practice Saturday, and Coach Leach was there. Uh, yep. you know, and there's stories of people saying you know they just saw him the day before, so. There's a lot of people affected by this, and, you know, we'll continue to, to keep track of that. But, guys, we've got some more college news. Chris Beard, a Texas men's basketball coach, was arrested this morning on a felony domestic violence charge. He's currently going through the booking process at the Travis County Jail. Uh, he was booked in at 4 a.m. on a third-degree uh, charge of assault of a family member. So, uh, r- really, a couple of tough stories to, to start the update.
1: Uh, well, today. the question becomes, is Texas going to get rid of him? off of this incident and Watson,
2: I would say there's probably a pretty good shot of it. That's it, It's just like the, the, the DUI with the Titans, George it, college is different. They, they just don't play around with it much. I'll be yeah. very surprised if, if he's, if he's still there, unless this is a spousal something and the wife 100% defends him in some way or something, George, I, I would think this one he's in
3: trouble. And he's got a top-five team right now, a really good Texas team. So probably a little bit of a distraction there. We'll we'll see what happens with uh, with Beard at Texas. George, you mentioned this to me before the show. The Braves made a move uh, for A's catcher Sean Murphy in a three-way deal involving Milwaukee. Uh, They're sending William Contreras and Manny Pena, a couple other catchers, to the A's as part of that deal. And we were talking before, George, could this be clearing up some space for Dansby Swanson, Uh potentially? I don't think that's really what this is. I think they have really been all over Sean Murphy. They've been they have been hunting him
1: down for about three weeks. What I believe is going on in the Dansby Swanson thing, there is no doubt they want to get rid of Marcel Osuna and his $16 million a year salary. The fact that you're not hearing anything from Dansby, and he's not indicating any public frustration. Makes me wonder, Watson, if they have told him, look, we're going to bring you back, but we have got to clear this money first. I just am not convinced anybody will take Marcelo Zuna, who has more baggage than a heavy traveler on United.
2: I I don't know, George. I'm gun shy after the Freddie Freeman one. Because I said, "Ah, they're going to work this out. They're going to work this out. It's, yeah, but they're going to work this out. And. They didn't work it out. So, no. I don't know. I don't know. I, I hope so. I enjoy watching Dansby play. But I don't know. It It's it sure headed in the same direction the Freddie Freeman one was.
3: Last piece uh, to get to. Coastal Carolina quarterback Grayson McCall has entered the transfer portal. He said the decision was extremely hard. And after careful consideration, he decided to explore other opportunities. Uh, the school that lands him, guys, they're getting a pretty good quarterback. Oh, they're getting a really
1: good quarterback. Watson, I would think uh, – First of all, he may know before he ever entered where he's going. That seems to be.
2: That's the going thing, and going thing. Of course, his head coach just went to Liberty too. Now, so, yep. So he may maybe be following his head coach. Who knows? But it, it, a lot of these high-profile guys, guys, they already kind of know when they come out. Now, the, yep. now there's some over three thousand kids in the transfer portal. I mean, <laughs> good lord. So a lot of them don't have a clue when they come out. And the sad thing we hadn't talked a lot about guys, there was a lot of them left in the portal last year. Sure. There's a whole bunch mm-hmm. of people out. I know it was over a thousand. It may have been even more than that, that didn't get to go anywhere and didn't go back to where they came from. So, but the high profile ones, they, they've, they've probably got two maybe if they don't already know where they're going or they got two bidding on them or something like that.
1: Yeah. Um, so let's kind of tell people what we've got going. When we come back, it'll be Watson's Titans analysis. I'll give you some analysis. It was ugly. It was as bad as it looked for those of you on TV for me sitting in my seats. It was hard to watch. Um, can't say I was there at the end left early in the fourth quarter. Uh, This thing is a disaster, and we will talk about it next on Main Street Media Television.
0: Buying or selling a home can be a very personal experience. Why not go with the team that receives nearly all of their business from referrals? Clearly a trusted name in real estate. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners has sold more than 500 homes in the last seven years. Voted best in Sumner County multiple times. Proven to be trusted with your most personal assets. Call the Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners at 615-906-8458. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners. Middle Tennessee's most trusted team in realty.
1: Jody Jones Dentistry can handle all your dental needs, from the basics to cosmetic procedures. All of this in the nicest dental facility I have ever seen. Jody has done it right. They're located conveniently at 55 Music Square East, and for an appointment, it's simple. Dial 615-259-5100 and tell them Plaz sent you. When you're thinking about golf, consider Riverside Golf Links. Under new ownership, the course has improved dramatically. It's now 27 holes, complemented by a 9-hole executive course. Book a tee time now at 615-847-5074 and get ready to enjoy the beauty of golf in the Old Hickory area at Riverside Golf Links.
5: I'm
2: Bart Durham. I was sworn in as a lawyer in 1963, and I've been working as
1: a lawyer since then. We're a firm that does exclusively personal injury, a lot of
6: tractor trailer crashes.
1: Insurance companies will open up their checkbooks when you force
7: them to. We have systems at work. We get the most money for our clients in the shortest amount of time. I'm Blair Durham. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. This is Eric Berner with Rock Castle Wealth Advisors. I help people in the pursuit of making their money live as long as they do. People hire me because I use a customized, individualized, and personal approach for the person I'm working with. Everyone's situation is different. If you've lost a spouse or a parent and want to make sure your inheritance is utilized and does not just disappear, I can help with that. Call me at 615-235-1058 or email Eric at rockcastlewealth.com.
1: Okay, we're getting ready for Watson Brown's Titans analysis. And that analysis is brought to you by Pennington Distilling Company. Well, there are a couple of things here that I don't need Watson uh, and his expertise to tell me. Number one, this has turned into a dumpster fire. And number two, this team is a kissing cousin of Tampa Bay. Miserable football teams right now going absolutely nowhere, and by default, both of them are probably going to get in the playoffs, and if things continue as is, they're going to get embarrassed. That's what it looks like when you go Tampa Bay Titans. Watson, take it from there. George, I
2: put the first one, this one's on the staff and owner. That's the first game in three years that I've been working with you when we analyze the Titans in three seasons now. Um, that I've seen them look distracted. They just didn't look into the game uh, to me. I just did not look focused and in the game. I've seen them play poor against some poor teams sometimes that but I've never seen them just look distracted like this. And and uh, I think that comes from the week before they had the DUI that nobody knew what was coming down with that. And then they had the John Robinson firing when right in the middle of the season, right early in the week after after a tough loss. And I don't care if it's high school locker rooms, college locker rooms, or pro locker rooms. They say, well, these are men locker rooms are locker rooms and when there are distractions in locker rooms it's hard to get past that and uh, so i just i just think this comes more i'm taking the defending the players a little because they've just been a lot i i read things that uh, different players said that man we all better get going now the guy that brought us in ain't here anymore who knows if they want to keep us now um uh, I heard one say after the game, well, John Robinson didn't play in that game. We're the ones that play. It's there. It's on their minds. Oh, it sure. wasn't That was brought up by players, George, and I think they've got to get past these distractions, take a deep breath. I think Mike knew this was going to be tough when he said we're at a crossroads. Well, the crossroads went the other way. I believe he can get it turned around, but – That was just the worst game in a focus way in three years of analyzing them with you that I've seen them look that distracted.
1: When you talk about Jacksonville, they are not the 27 Yankees, but what (laughs) they do have is a quarterback who's got an absolute bazooka for an arm in Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, Watson, I would put him and Justin Herbert in there as having – two of the prettiest balls as far as what comes out when they throw it and he absolutely torched them yesterday they couldn't get off the field to save them
2: george it's it's the same old deal with us though i mean he didn't he, he never hit the ground i mean he, he was back there and it was 7 on 7 for him yeah. There wasn't even – a. if somebody was kind of in his face a little, he had plenty of space to slide around and still see and throw balls. And, and then when somebody did flush him a little bit, he'd get outside, nothing there. He'd have nobody in his face. Uh, he, he's a heck of a player. He's going to be a great pro. And, and then we got to watch Justin Herbert. I agree with you last night. They're both going to be fantastic pros. They're the old drop-back-looking guy – George with great feet. They're great athletes and they're both what, six five, both five of them. I mean, this, this is there, but it goes back to us. This is us. When we can't rush the passer, we have no pass defense. And we weren't close in covering those guys yesterday. There no. was more they dropped, tell you the truth. They had some more they dropped. And um, it, it's just when we cannot rush the passer. And right now we just can't. We don't have pass rushers. Um, Simmons is hurt. He is still hurt. You can see it. He does not have his quickness at all. Autry's not out there. He, he, he's on the outside on early downs. He moves inside. And even if he don't get there, he's so tall. He he takes up space and the quarterbacks can't see. Bud Dupree has been a disappointing pass rusher all year. He plays the run pretty decent, seems to play hard, but he's not a pass rusher. And uh, so when we don't have Autry... And Simmons in the game, healthy, George, we have no pass rush. We're not a big blitzy team. And I think Mike's afraid to because of coverage. And when we can't rush the quarterback, we sure can't defend. And that's what happened. I mean, the kid passed for his record number of yards in the NFL in his couple of years. He's been in against us yesterday. And it was so obvious early. It was scary, obvious early. The other thing that scares me a little bit is people are starting to throw it more and not try to run it as much. We play the run. They have no reason to. And and they say where their weakness is, let's go after it. And I think they threw 40-something to 20-something runs yesterday, and they've been a balanced team till yesterday. And uh, they're getting better, by the way. They're getting better. They were focused, and, man, they wanted to win that game in the worst way, George. They were into that football game. We weren't. NFL is that way. At, at college, you can do that, and you're better than somebody, and you still win. NFL, I don't care who it is. When you go out there and, and, and do that, and you're not into what you're doing, you're, you're going to get beat.
3: Watson, you, you mentioned Autry being out. The Titans were averaging three sacks a game before he went down. Since his injury, they have three sacks total. I, I, I'm
2: telling you. And when we cannot get close to quarterbacks, and that's a nearly everybody's that way. You got. To, if you want to play great pass defense, you've got to have some pressure on these guys. But yeah, we're, we're even they worse. They have
1: no secondary right we, we now just, at
2: all. You know, from injury, what, whatever the reason, we just cannot defend. We've had this problem all year. We got away with it in those middle games when we were winning because we were pressuring quarterbacks, George. And we have played the run well all year long. But we've lost athleticism in the secondary. Both the two linebackers that started the season, Cunningham and Long, both were athletic linebackers. Now we're playing with pluggers. We're playing with guys that play the run well. But, man, when they get in space, Cole and I forget the other one's name, uh, those well, guys Schobert, are the They waved
1: today. They, they just threw up the white flag on Schobert showbert would
2: played some yesterday really I mean cover anybody but he's just not good in, neither one of those two kids are very good in space and we had two very athletic linebackers and they could cover pretty well we've we've played so many different people in the secondary uh you know you don't even know who's out there from week to week and you have to look to see okay who's that I mean it's it, it's it's kind of sad but when we can't rush the passer, we we cannot play pass defense. Yesterday, it showed big time.
1: By the way, from a crowd standpoint, you knew Jacksonville wasn't going to bring a lot of people. Upper deck on both sides, about 60% full. Mm. It's sort of a fan base also making a statement. Um, yeah, that's for, not good. No, as to their level of excitement, but it is – It's been this way for a good while now. Tight sellouts are only if the visitor brings a bunch of people. Now, Watson, one of the things that was weird was that the Titans ran the football huge early, which is the one thing that masked what was going on on the defensive side. They were able to run the football some. Henry had a 50-yard gain. Oh, they,
2: they ran it well early, It ran it well with eight people in the box. I mean, we cracked on a safety and Derek dodged a corner and went 50 with it. Uh, uh, but, the, but the turnovers wouldn't le- didn't let it amount to anything. And uh, the turnovers, our military style is great, George, when it works but when it doesn't work and you can't play the style we play and turn it over, be a minus four in turnover ratio. You can't, you have no chance to win that way. And when we get down because of that, we're not a catch up bunch. We're, we're not built to be that and uh, our offensive line, which I still think is the weakness of this football team. I still say the offensive line I put this back on the staff and administration and John and whoever we, our offensive line is not good enough for Derrick Henry, the left side, especially our left guard and our left tackle are not good enough to be Derrick Henry players. This play right here. I I can't imagine Ryan letting that ball go. That's kind of what I'm talking about. George, you don't see him throw balls like that. I mean, just, and then this was a, just a great hit right here. now. I mean, that was a great hit by by this, but look at the Jacksonville kids how excited they are oh, we're yeah. kind of wandering around yeah. and they and, played uh, with
3: a lot more energy
2: they just played they had it all day they were down 7 nothing and they had it they yeah. had energy from the start of that game they came in here to try to beat us finally we hadn't, I don't think they've won here since 2013 so it's been a long time and they they're here every year and uh, but this style George can backfire on you and can be ugly. When you turn it over four times, when you have those, and we went right into those second half modes again, guys. Right back out, what three and out two or three times in a row in the second half. And part of it was penalties. It was
1: couldn't get stops. First and 20 becomes third and six, and they yeah. convert. So yeah. what, let me go to let me go to number four here. Okay. Because what you have is something to the effect of hang on and get healthy. Yeah. Okay. We know this is a team that needs to get healthy. Huge. But truthfully, does this staff have any cards to play?
2: No, they got to. That's why I say hang on. They've got to find a way to win a couple more, hopefully, three more if possible. Big game this week when we go to.
1: To the Chargers now in LA, big big game. Well, I mean, but if anything like last week, he's no. They've got they got to get this
2: turned around. They got to get it turned around. Maybe yesterday will open everybody's eyes and say the heck with all this stuff. Let's get back and play ball, and uh, let's rally. Mike is usually very good at that. So I got a feeling they'll they'll they will not look like they did last t- yesterday. They will not. They'll go out to. LA and they're going to play their hearts out, but they got to just hang on when a couple of these, they should beat Jacksonville. If they get play right again, they got Houston coming here. Uh, they just hang on when your games get in the playoffs. And by the time we get the playoffs, I hope most of these kids are back. Okay. We've got we- to get these kids back. You can't lose Cunningham and long and Simmons and Autry and, Hooker for half a year and Fulton and I can go on and on and on Burks. Phillips hadn't played since when game four. I don't know what's his deal and we can't get him back. He looked pretty good early in the season. Um, We're just, we're just beat to a pulp and, and uh, we've got to get these kids back to have any chance in that first game, and that's why I say, hang on and get healthy. Mike's got to find a way. If you got to sit Simmons out and lose another game, I don't care. Okay, you've got well, to get him on. healthy.
1: Stop there, because you've been saying that now for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And obviously, this is a two-headed monster because they're sitting there saying, "Good Lord, if we don't play him, we get yeah. mutilated." Yeah. But your point is. Barring a total collapse, like Tampa, they're going to get in as pathetic as they look right now. And by the way, Tampa looks just as pathetic, if not. Maybe more. worse, tell you the truth. Uh, Maybe worse. They just look totally bored, oh. um, which this team looked a little bit like that yesterday, too. But, Watson, can you – you know, I get what the coaching staff worry is. With, with no Simmons, they got no chance, or at least that's how they feel. Do you have to sacrifice the Charger thing and just say, okay, we're going to take our beating, but he's not playing because what happens in mid-January, they have that luxury because of a crappy division? Well... They, got,
2: they probably will play him this week. If they were to win one more, I think they could rest him. They got to get one more uh, to feel comfortable. I don't think the Jags can catch them. Uh, the Jags are not very good now. They looked pretty good yesterday against us, but we didn't show. And they're not that good. They're not going to win very many games the rest of the way, George. I've seen their schedule. It's not an easy schedule. Uh, we got them late in the year. We'd love to be going to play them last game of the year. I think it is last game.
1: In Jacksonville, and, yeah.
2: And rest everybody that's hurt. I mean, every one of them. I wouldn't care if Jacksonville beat us twice in a row as long as we win the division. Um, it doesn't matter. They've just got to – and I know he is. I know he is. They've got to find a way, rest these some of these hurt guys, but yet win another game or two. Because that's what I say, hang on. I think they need to win one more for sure and i think too if 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 they're 10 and 7 it's a breeze. Uh, and that's what three more games out of the next four.
1: Do you nine, really that this team is capable of that? At this I think point they should beat
2: Jacksonville. If they get going and play, they can beat Jacksonville and Houston. That puts them at 9. Right. They got to they got to pe They got to beat Dallas or or the LA, one of the two, to get to 10. This is the one that, but Dallas is beat up now too. Now we talking about our team, George, when you really study all these teams, everybody, the NFL's got to take a look
1: at, at Oh, you're exactly they've right. Got
2: to do, they've got to find something here because the injury is killing the league. There is more mediocre play in the NFL this year than I've seen in my three years of really watching it. Cause I've never watched the NFL. I was a college guy. So, this is the worst. I, it's just mediocre. I think injury has got a ton to do with this. I think they need to lengthen those those squads. They need to have sixty instead of fifty
5: three.
2: Um, it's just like Hilliard getting hurt yesterday on that on a uh, running down on a punt. He shouldn't be doing that. That's our backup tailback. Put five more guys that do that and do nothing but that. But keep your running backs and your your good running backs and receivers out of having to do that, George. And everybody is doing it. But what happens when you do that? You water the league
1: down. This league's making enough money. This issue is boring.
2: How in the world do you not add five more well, guys or seven more guys
1: to get to 60? Yeah, it's embarrassing the level of penny pinching.
2: George, there's 85 kids on scholarship in college, yeah. for
1: God's sakes. And the it's
2: NFL's ridiculous. got more money than these college programs have got. I mean, Lord, I was an AD at two of I did have had kind of money. I mean, not at Rice and UAB, I can promise you. But uh, they've got money. I don't understand why they don't see this as an issue. We're dealing with the quarterbacks. We're dealing with the head stuff. But add more bodies and take these people off of these these special teams that are very important players to your team and, and don't get, don't let them all get hurt like that. They're going to get hurt when they block and tackle against each other. These bodies are big, strong and fast now, but at least find ways where you can protect some of these guys and special teams is one of the ways I think they ought to look at hard.
1: Okay. We'll stop there. Then we'll hear a little bit of Mike Vrabel's press conference earlier today. Stay tuned. You're watching Main Street Media Television.
3: For Dustin Timmons and Joey Donley, they welcome every opportunity to serve and satisfy their clients. Whether you are looking to build your dream home or renovate your current home, their team will ensure that every client and remodel is unique, luxurious, completed on time, and within budget. Contact them today to set an appointment for a free consultation or to view some of their completed projects by logging on to DonleyTimmons.com.
0: Wellskin Dermatology and Aesthetics. We pride ourselves in providing access, innovation, and a patient experience second to none. Access to care and treatment when you need it. Innovation with medical and cosmetics and various on-site technologies for full-service treatments with a customer experience that is calming, casual, and effective. Independently owned, providing medical, surgical, pediatric, and cosmetic dermatology and more. Visit wellskinmd.com to schedule your appointment today. Wellskin Dermatology and Aesthetics. Access to healthier skin it's your last chance to get a spring tune-up for summer complete service heat and air can clean your coils check out your motor and make sure you have cold air on that first hot day of summer complete service heat and air is located in white bluff tennessee we do service and repair on heating and air the right way 24 7 service call us at 615-797-3997 that's 615-797-3997 serving cheatham davidson dixon hickman humphreys montgomery and william and counties. Have you heard about the high levels of radon in Middle Tennessee? Radon gas is the second leading cause of lung cancer, second only to smoking, and has no color, no taste, and no smell. The only way to know if you have radon is to test for it. Dured Radon Mitigation offers testing for small and large-scale residential and commercial properties, plus
3: For Dustin Timmons and Joey Donley, they welcome every opportunity to serve and satisfy their clients. Whether you are looking to build your dream home or renovate your current home, their team will ensure that every client and remodel is unique, luxurious, completed on time, and within budget. Contact them today to set an appointment for a free consultation or to view some of their completed projects by logging on to
0: DonleyTimmons.com. At WellSkin Dermatology and Aesthetics, we pride ourselves in providing access, innovation, and a patient experience second to none. Access to care and treatment when you need it. Innovation with medical led cosmetics and various on-site technologies for full-service treatments with a customer experience that is calming, casual, and effective. Independently owned, providing medical, surgical, pediatric, and cosmetic dermatology and more. Visit WellSkinMD.com to schedule your appointment today. WellSkin Dermatology and Aesthetics. Access to healthier skin. It's your last chance to get a spring tune-up for summer. Complete Service Heat and Air can clean your coils, check out your motor, and make sure you have cold air on that first hot day of summer. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way. 24-7 service. Call us at 615-797-3997. That's 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williams counties. Have you heard about the high levels of radon in Middle Tennessee? Radon gas is the second leading cause of lung cancer, second only to smoking, and has no color, no taste, and no smell. The only way to know if you have radon is to test for it. Duret Radon Mitigation offers testing for small and large scale residential and commercial properties plus mitigation services. Visit DuretRadonMitigation.com to request testing or get a free estimate for mitigation. That's DuretRadonMitigation.com. Since 1865, the First Baptist Church of Gallatin on Winchester Street has served its community by catering to the least, the last, and the lost. Providing a church of welcome used by God to save the lost, transform the saved, and impact its community. As a proud multi-ethnic congregation, Pastor Derek Jackson personally welcomes you to join them in fellowship Sunday mornings at 8 in person or at 1045 in person or online at firstbaptistgallatin.org. First Baptist Gallatin on Winchester Street, serving with open arms as a true church of welcome.
1: We are back. Let's take it out to Baptist Sports Park for Mike Vrabel's press conference. Here's what he had to say.
3: Left and try and hold on to your spot on top of the division.
6: Well, the challenge is just getting back to eliminating bad football. You know, I mean, we um, <clears throat> we have too many opportunities to, to do good things, and uh, we have to eliminate bad football. You know, whether it's turnovers, whether it's those turnovers and sudden change, you know, affecting the quarterback or, or not being able to um, affect their quarterback, not being good at the end of a half situationally, um, you know, just, just those things where, you know, we have to be, you know, whether they're not lined up and we're, but we're not ready to go, you know, that, that would be another instance. So there's a lot of those things. And that's, that's the challenge. It's not looking ahead to how many games we have left. It's, you know, making sure that we eliminate bad football and that we we find ways to to go out there and play complimentary, which uh, we've done. Right. Certainly haven't done it here recently. What type of character you want this time of adversity to show that this team has? Well, I mean, we all have a have a have a choice. You know, we have a power to choose how we walk in here. I've said that, and how we approach this. Right. Would like them to, you know, all of us to to make sure that we're doing our part, um, you know, to fix the things that have to be fixed, to recognize the good things, to eliminate, uh, or fix the bad things. And then, you know, rid ourselves of, of the things that, that get you beat, which are turnovers and, um, mistakes and, um, you know, just the things that happened yesterday, not playing complimentary.
4: Eliminating the bad football, is that
6: something you can clean up on the practice field, meeting rooms? Uh, How how do you... Well, I mean, I hope so. so. I mean, but you get to a point now where, you know, you're late in the season, guys are beat up. You know, how much can you realistically uh, practice? How many reps you can practice? How many bodies that that you have practicing with? Um, So I hope that it's a combination of both, Jim. I hope that it's a combination of, uh, you know, taking the meetings... You know, and being able to, to walk through, taking the walk through corrections, and using the ones that we have in speed and practice, and and hitting them. You know, there was, you know, a lot of things that showed up in the game that, you know, we fixed throughout the week, and then unfortunately there was things that, that we didn't, and we and we weren't able to hit it or, or use it to our advantage.
7: We need to gauge the overall physical well-being of your team. I mean, how much do you rely on the information that you have through? You know, tracking devices and things these days, and how much is it you just like or don't like what you see on the field on Sunday?
6: Um well, you you talked about management and then I and then you talked about the tracking, and then it was to what I don't like or like what I like. like I'm like, trying to view like as far as speed do you or
7: you feel like I mean, do you do you say I, based on the numbers we have, I expect we're going to be really physical and fresh and things on Sunday and oh my gosh, we're not, or, or
6: well, I mean, I think you try to view, um, you know, the health of the team about how they, you know, each individual player, uh, what, what they look like, what they feel like, um, you know, everybody's beat up this time of year. You know, we have to try to do everything that we can do physically to, to get their bodies back. They have to, they have to, and do their part as well, and then manage practice, you know, accordingly.
7: How the beat up is uh,
3: Jeffrey
6: right now, Mike. Do you feel like that's been kind of dragging him down recently, than part? Well, he's, you know, Jeff's not at 100%. Um, you know, that's something that we've had to manage, and that, you know, I appreciate his his willingness to to help us and and manage it and and get through and and do everything that he possibly can, you know, to get to the games those life, Danico was a guy that you know really affected things, it
4: seemed like, in going after the quarterback. Is he any closer to being able to I return? I hope so. I hope he is.
6: Could use everybody. I
4: know you're a, a teacher first in, in, a, in a lot of ways. I was asking you yesterday, I did a bad job. Do, do you ever change things where you're – do you ever come into a meeting with them angry, light them up, anything like that? Or is that not part of the way you operate because you're a, a teacher?
6: Well, I mean, I think my job is to make sure that, you know, we're, we're pointing out those things. Um, I think there's a couple different ways to go about doing it. Um, and I've done it a multitude of ways. I've done it differently. Um, you know, sometimes the, the things I say, Paul, uh, somehow in a, in a twisted, warped way may make, uh, may make me feel better. I don't know if that makes, you know, the, the situation better. So I've I've tried to balance that. I, I really, I really believe um, you know, that I have. I, I I think what they, you know, what you see is what you get. You know, I, I think that I'm always gonna try to be honest with them. I'm always gonna try to point out the things. Um, you know, but I do believe that my tone as, as the head coach of this football team is important. I think it's, you know, again, trying to uh, come in here today after a loss, after three losses where we're at, you know, is still it's still important to make sure that you know we're, we're we're all held accountable that we're doing things that that are positive but also the outlook has to be positive as well
4: that twisted
6: way maybe have a degree of venting to it at times um i mean i don't i'm, I'm not i don't want to go in there and vent i want to go in there and make sure that um that there's a clear vision uh, of what we have to do
3: uh,
6: find out who we have available and and get them ready for the football game. That that's it. Last
0: week you talked about, you know, rationalizing where you were at. <laughs> get two tough losses to the Chiefs and mm-hmm. Bengals and then, and then a bad day in Philly. Do you take that same approach to this game of rationalizing how No, that I mean work? it's
6: pretty easy to see if you just follow the keys and understand the the turnovers, the inability to um, you know, affect the quarterback our, our inability to to get into a we answered back in the first half offensively, we didn't uh in the second half. Um, you know, what I mean, and then by the time we got back on track offensively, it was just too little too late. Um, thought there were some good things in the in the run game. Thought there were some good things in the red zone. I thought we had a good flow. We, you know, to start the game, we went on a drive. We, we, we complimented each other. The plays complimented one another. Um, you know, I mean, there's not a whole lot of, to, to ration. I think it's just reality. Of that, when you do those things in this league, you have no chance to win.
3: Yesterday, kind of what you envisioned when when you drafted him. Oh uh, yeah, there
6: were some good things. I think the statistics, you know, probably um, cloud some of the overall play. There were some some mistakes that uh, you know I felt like um, he made, and but you know there was some there was some production, uh, which was good, and some corrections that he made, and you know execution in the red zone. Um, but, but there were just, you know, some other things that, you know, didn't really help us. Uh, his ability. So
1: Watson, it appeared to me that he certainly wasn't going to go down the, we're just so beat up. We have no chance.
2: No, he, he doesn't do that. I don't see that much in the NFL. I think they all know that everybody's dealing with this and, and, uh, Mike, I think, from what I listened to him right there, he's trying to do what we just said: hang on and 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 get healthy. And uh, he's trying to figure out a way to win another game or two out of this, and and then have a little momentum, some momentum as you go into the playoffs, and hopefully get a lot of these guys back before they play the playoff game. I I read that into what he said right there. That's exactly yeah. what I heard. And of course, we got to play better. But he also said. It's hard to get better at these things in practice when you can't practice. And so I think he's dealing with all this. It's frustrating to him. He knows he can't get them a whole lot better because a lot of them don't even get out there and they're showing up and playing on Sunday and not practicing much during the week. And, and he, I heard him say that about Jeffrey Simmons, how much he appreciates what he's done, that he's going out there. And I thought he hurt his shoulder a little bit yesterday in the game. I thought Simmons hurt his shoulder a little bit on top of his ankle. So uh, he's. I just think they've got to hang on and just win a couple. If he can, if he can get to nine and eight, George, I think that'd be pretty good right now. If he can get to nine and eight, ten and seven, I think will be about the best we can do. But nine and eight's a possibility, and that would be just by beating Houston and Jacksonville at the end of the year. Don't we have the Cowboys next after the Chargers?
1: Cowboys and Chargers. Chargers and oh.
2: Cowboys, right? Chargers uh, it's,
1: it's Chargers then Chargers than Cowboys. Let me say this about the Chargers. If you listen to the level of beat up they that got they work. were going in, that was a hell of a well coached football team last night. They absolutely had scouted scouted Miami brilliantly. And yep, and
2: they were into it now. That football Ooh, team was – it was yes. fun watching them play last night. Yeah, it was. And I think I heard six defensive starters out yeah. in the game. Uh, Bosa didn't play. I know. I watched him. He was over right. on the sidelines being a cheerleader. So, at this time of year, you just got to go find a way to win a game and, and try to get to those by playoff time. You're as strong as you can possibly be. Um, we're in such a good position that the Chargers aren't in. The Chargers are trying to get in, and we're two games up. So, I mean, we're sitting a lot better than the Chargers are right now. They've got to have this game. We'd sure like to have this game, but they've got to have this game.
1: I'll tell you what's coming, though, Watson. You're going to start hearing a little bit of let's get rid of the divisions because Tampa and the Titans do not deserve to be in the playoffs. Neither one of them are playoff football teams. They are the products of crappy divisions and they have been given a luxury that they're the only two teams in the league that have right now. Neither one of them deserve to be in the playoffs.
2: No, but, but the, the divisions have been tough before. It's not like it's just always this. And this is one of those years. The last two years have been that way. Houston has been really good in some years George. I mean they have dominated the division. We're five get sure. back up there. The Colts have been unbelievably good some through the times. And uh but it, it's luck of the draw this year. Thank goodness we're in the division we're in. Uh right now we're not there are there are in the hunt teams probably playing better football than we are right now. But really George, what matters? It it's all it matters is by the time you get to the playoffs anyway. Don't matter how we get there; it's what we do when we get there. This time a year ago, we're hugging each other. We're the number one seed. I mean, we're we're beating everybody. We're rah rah. Let's go. We get a week off. We blah blah blah. Every year is just different. But if I'm Mike, find a way to win a couple, get to the playoffs, and see if we can win that first game. Just because if you win the first one, who knows from there? Uh, but they got to get back the last few games three games in a row, George, they have not played their style. Their style has not worked for them. They got to get back. And if they don't get to running it, there was a there was a glimpse that, hey, we're running a little better yesterday. Yeah. But then again, the second half, it's Nothing. a no-show again. And uh, if we don't get that running game going and we don't see some form of pass rush coming back again, we're dead in the water. Those two things have got to reappear again for us to get back to playing our style of football.
1: After the break, we'll have stat of the day, then we'll have studs and duds, and we'll get into some college football as we get ready for the bowl season. This is Main Street Media Television.
5: You've been putting back a few, and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think about calling for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over, your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone.
1: Hit After Hit has become the baseball store in Tennessee. They have over 1,000 different models of gloves and over 1,500 wood bats. They also have several Iron Mike pitching machines as well as a Hit Tracks machine. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. We're proud to call Hit After Hit the official shirt provider of the Plaster and Friends Celebrity Bowling Night.
7: Walmart supply chain is hiring in Lebanon. Earn up to $22.25 an hour when you join our new fulfillment center. Enjoy competitive pay and premium perks, including 100% paid college tuition, 401k match. Flexible schedules, a free Walmart Plus membership that includes discounts, and free Paramount Plus. Paid time off, and so much more. Fulfilling work starts right here. Text JOIN to 240240. That's JOIN, 240240, to apply now.
1: When I made the decision to host the Plaster and Friends Celebrity Bowling Night, Strike and Spare is where I turned, and what a wise decision that turned out to be. They have five locations in our area with family attractions. They're perfect for birthdays, groups and corporate outings, and holiday parties. For more info, it's simple. Go to strikeandspare.com.
6: This is attorney Bart Durham, and this is me. I'm Aaliyah. Keeping in good physical condition is really important to me. But when I had a wreck with a tractor-trailer truck that hurt my legs so bad, I couldn't work for almost a year? I knew I needed a lawyer that understood tractor-trailer cases. So I called Bart. Bart gets millions of dollars for his clients every year.
2: At Bart Durham Injury Law, we've handled hundreds
7: of tractor-trailer cases. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000.
3: Hey everyone, I'm John English, this is Keith Wallace, and we would like to welcome you to John English Antique Sports & Cards
6: in Shelbyville, Tennessee.
7: We specialize in graded and ungraded sports and non-sports cards, vintage wax boxes and unopened cases. We have a large selection of PSA graded cards. We also specialize in old sports collectibles, baseball, football, basketball, golf, and tennis. You
3: can find it all at John English Antique Sports & Cards. We are happy to be associated with Nashville's greatest sports antique, George Plaster. Welcome back into the Gorge Plaster Show. It's now time for Stat of the Day. It is brought to you by John English Antique Sports and Cards in Shelbyville, Tennessee. You can find them, of course, in Shelbyville, Tuesdays through Fridays from noon to 5, and Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 5. You can find them online at johnenglishgradedcards.com. Also, Eric Berner with Rockcastle Wealth Advisors. Give Eric a call at 615-490-7052 or visit rockcastlewealth.com. For more information, George, you've got Watson back for the stat of the day for today. Thank God. And here it is. Who is the only quarterback in NFL history to have 10 rushing touchdowns in back-to-back seasons?
1: Okay, Watson, I'm going to throw a name out to you, and we don't need Billy just, you know, buzzing us. The first name that comes to mind for me would be Bobby Douglas. Yeah,
2: he's the best runner of the of those days. And then uh, Michael Vick were, those are probably the two older guys.
3: That what year? Played. What year did Bobby Douglas play? And it was Definitely. long before you were born. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought. Of course, you wouldn't know
1: him if he was two thousand and ten. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, George. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> Watson, have you noticed that? Yes, I have. <laughs> if it hadn't, if it hadn't <laughs> happened in the last three weeks. He's clueless.
3: 2010s. That's a little late. <laughs> so, 2010. I won't even
1: say how old I was in 2010. Lord. Okay. So are, are you comfortable it's one of the two? No. Or Randall Cunningham? Would that be the other one? Randall Cunningham would be one. Roger Staubach? Would it be one of these newer guys? Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson. Uh, A
2: lot
3: of
1: options. There are a lot of options. I believe that in our group of five that apparently aren't eligible to win the national title, our group of five, it's in there somewhere. Well, find out what. What about.
2: Let's think through the 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 uh, Jalen Hurts.
3: Lots uh, of you might want to ask the cat what uh, what she thinks.
2: The cat. It was. Did the
3: cat just whine? <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh yeah, it came through loud and clear. It was good. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, he's not he's in here. here, so he's and in other cats, room, but hey. the cat's got as good a shot as we do. The cat probably just told me to pick. Lamar Jackson or Jalen Hurts or something. I don't know. Oh, I hadn't even thought about Jalen Hurts. Although, let, let's just put it up there. Let's see where we are.
3: Well, you say you haven't thought about Jalen Hurts. Oh, wow. It is oh, Jalen Hurts. Here Hertz. we
1: go again. Yeah. See, the
2: cat was well, I'll right.
3: I'll going to you, Watson.
2: The cat was right.
3: Well, the cat whispered Jalen Hurts. The, the, the cat.
2: I the didn't West say Valley Jalen Hurts, though. Neither did you, so we didn't really get it. We did not get it.
1: No, the cat had nine lives <laughs> he may be down to eight
2: after i kill him for no speaking during the absolutely show
1: absolutely not.
3: <laughs> well this show has another life we've got another hour five o'clock hour yes. brought to you by middle tennessee bone and joint clinic they've got state-of-the-art orthopedic services with a family atmosphere whether it's a sports injury sprained ankle or a major joint replacement They've got the staff, training, and equipment that you need to get you taken care of. Their mission is to provide high-quality, specialized orthopedic care in a compassionate manner to the people of Columbia and Middle Tennessee. Visit them online at mtbj.net for more information. George, toss it over to you for studs and duds. Oh, yeah. Okay,
1: so I've got four studs and three duds. Let's we go start with the studs. College basketball. Did anybody notice that Alabama went to the number one team in the country, the Houston Cougars, and beat them? Five slam. Beat them on their home court. That's a hell of a win.
2: That's a, I, I, Alabama. The last couple of years, George has been impressive. Now I'm telling you, they. And they look really good this year. It's going to be interesting to watch them see what kind of run they make in the SEC.
3: Second time they've knocked off a, uh, the top ranked team in the country, Gan- Gonzaga, Manon. a year ago. Yep. Yeah, I and mean they, that's, they, they they show up. Ron Bargatzie has talked about this kid a lot. Brandon Miller, the five star from Kane Ridge, he's yeah. he's really Real good.
1: Uh, Alabama, by the way, has Memphis tomorrow night, and Memphis. I probably should have put them in here. They beat Auburn on a neutral site. Heck of a win for uh, for Memphis. They look good this year, too. Yeah. Okay, number two. Watson, I love this game, and I love the grit that Army showed. Both of them,
2: man. Don't you? I just love watching this game. I felt so sorry for that kid that because Navy's going to win the game. Yeah. They're going in to score. He don't, if you saw the play from behind, if he cuts it back a little more, he walks in the end zone. He rams it up in there. They happen to just hit right on the ball. And, you know, the one thing I disagree with, guys, is when the TV cameras just keep following. I know. I it mean okay, Aww. on the sidelines, I get that. But when they're over there doing their alma maters and you go hunt him up in that. Yeah. and do that, I, I just think that's going too far. More that's over, something yeah. that kid now will live with the rest of his life. You don't know how big that is to those cadets now and midshipmen. I mean, that is such a life changer for, for all of them. But you're right, man. With all that's going on and buying kids here and buying kids there and all this, isn't it nice to turn on a TV and watch a game yeah. like that? Look like the old days again
1: by the way, after the game, Navy fired Ken Winning Winningest coach in Navy history. Yeah. But and thanks he's for two five
2: in the last seven yeah. against <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> these rival games, man. You better win your half of them.
1: John <laughs> Cooper could go. John Cooper could tell him a little something about Whoa, that. I'm not talking about the name, mayor, can. but the former Ohio State football coach who went 0-7 and one. Against
3: Michigan, yeah, wow! Did. On the betting perspective of this game, Watson, I told George before this game the under, the under, and the over-under had well, hit.
2: He didn't six, get this first time. Years. It's been over, and I think they said seven years.
3: No, sixteen years. Sixteen That's, years. Yeah,
2: and it wouldn't have been over in this one if it hadn't gone overtime.
3: So. No, and Navy threw the, made their first pass completion to hit the over in yep. this game. Well, the whole of the whole darn game.
1: They could use both teams could use about thirty minutes a day of passing Throw. the football yeah. practice.
2: Yeah, you think they might want to work on it a tad just more? Just a tad. Or go, more. Or go at least finds you a running throwing quarterback. Yeah. some sort of, of a, a vertical
3: goal. passing game. I mean, it looks like me throwing. Just, <laughs> well, Watts, Watson's right though. I mean, that had to have looked like the forties and fifties football oh. when they just, you know, they don't. I love it. I love watching the game, man.
2: You talking about there? There wasn't a guy out there that wasn't laying his heart on the line no, in that game, no. on both sides, man. They're they're going for it. Numbers, they, didn't you love the cadets in the stands in the mid? That both oh, sides they're, they're, having, they're deep in that my game. Man. They're going crazy. It's just great it. fans. I don't know. It's it's what it it's
1: what it ought to still be, but we're losing it slowly. The third one is obvious. San Fran killed. Tampa. Just killed them. Uh, Tampa might show up on the dead side. Huh? Is that a possibility? No, they, there's not a mite to it. They're going to. Okay, I figured you might You might get both of these. <laughs> yeah. Here's one that surprised me. Carolina went to Seattle and had a hell of a win. Deontay Foreman, who a year ago was had, had to run the football for the Titans when Derrick Henry got hurt. He's done really well in Carolina. I'm happy for him.
2: Absolutely, and uh, and we're talking about we didn't even have Derrick Henry this time last year, and we're still winning games. So, and the other thing to add to that, George, to let you, you go on to the next one, but uh, that Baker Mayfield goes to the Rams and wins one for them. You know, he, yeah. I, I mean, he practices two days and throws a touchdown pass right at the end of the game to win for the Rams. I go,
1: go figure, man. Great. Go figure. Okay, to the duds. Yeah. Vandy lost to Grambling. Are you is, kidding me?
3: Were you there? Did you no. see that?
1: Hell no. I, I'm not wasting my time watching that garbage.
3: First loss to a swack team in First school all, history. To
1: Jerry Stackhouse, have your team ready to play. This is a team there are high schools in the area that can beat Grambling. That's pathetic. Do wow. I sound pissed? I am. I am. That, that's ridiculous.
3: There needs to be some of this. And we,
1: we've we extended this guy's contract for what? <laughs> for his great motivational work and having his team ready to play grambling. Good <laughs> Lord. At Are least, you kidding me? At least he looks good in those suits. Yeah. That, Give him a works.
2: couple of apple there to calm him down, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> this, you're talking about me? Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, Watson. It's
1: ridiculous. Watson,
3: The next dud we're going to talk about is probably going to make it worse. Oh, good.
1: Here he goes. (laughs) Really?
3: I mean.
2: Go for it, George. Same
1: thing. (laughs) It's some of the same stuff. He's out of gas. No, I I mean. It's already been discussed. Yeah, we've spent a lot of time on it, but they were a dud. (sighs) We're a total dud. Here's another dud. (laughs) You got to say this. The duds I picked out were duds. <laughs> you hit them all this week, bud. Uh, there, man. Was, there was no thinking on these ones, so you no. just wrote them down. No, I couldn't find a fourth one that, that I thought reached that level of dud. Oh,
3: I think a lot coming. of this game, Brady played awful. Uh-oh. He had a lot of bad you know, throws. He
1: had a throw in the end zone. It was at his feet. Yeah, that that look, I, I don't believe I don't believe that it's a case, Watson, that he has um I, I don't know. Arm strength. He, yeah. Here's one thing I will say though. I think the players are tired of his screaming.
2: I d I didn't you notice it on a couple of receivers looking at him kind of funny. Yeah yesterday I did that one play you're talking about when he ran the corner out and ends on, he threw it at his feet uh evans looked at him kind of uh i don't know it's not arm strength or anything to me it's attitude tom just don't look into it to me
7: no i mean yeah.
1: he
2: don't he don't look excited and even on the long the the two minute drive in the game before he just still didn't look excited and for the first time ever, he looks gun-shy in the pocket to me a little bit. More. Oh,
1: absolutely looks gun-shy. I mean,
2: there were a couple of times yesterday he just completely flinched up and threw interceptions, Just yeah. and, he didn't, and he wasn't hit yet. The guy was coming at him, but he just gave it one of those. I, you don't ever see Tom Brady do that.
1: I have a dream, a dream that in one, yes, in one of these Stinko performances, because this isn't the end of it with Tampa. There's more coming. They're a dull, lifeless football team. They do absolutely nothing on offense that's creative. You think the Titans are dull? Tampa is equally, if not more dull. Gerber's <laughs> baby food. And they throw it a bunch and they're still dull. <laughs> Watson, here's my dream. Let's hear it. In one of these games where he sucks that one of his guys turns on him and does what he's been doing to them (laughs) and gets in one of them's face, you know, where one of them gets in his face and says, listen, big boy, either get better or retire. Did you see? I don't think it'll happen just
2: because of his respect. That that might get ugly. Let me ask
1: you this. Do you not think that if a player did that, that that would not be the lead On every ESPN show. Oh, yeah, it would. And he'd probably be out of the league in
2: about a week. (laughs) But
1: did you see the kid that intercepted
2: one of his passes goes up to him with the ball after the autograph? Yes. Autograph on the ball.
3: (laughs) If he's got players asking him for autographs, that's why he's still in the league. Uh,
2: That's pretty bad there now. That is bad. That is would, bad.
3: Would you guys agree on Brady though? That his physical abilities are not even with. He's still in there mentally. You know, he he's just as smart and sharp as he as he used to be. But it's almost like his physical abilities aren't even with it anymore. Oh, They're, I'm going are, the other way. You're going the other I'm way. I'm going
1: the other way. I think he's still got a. You fast think he still ball. got it? I think he's still got arm strength. He looks totally disinterested, yeah. and I would be too if I ran that offense. Good lord. <laughs> They do nothing to challenge anybody.
2: Oh, I right.
1: do you think this is it? God, I hope so. <laughs> I mean George is why, done with Brady. Why would he want to come back?
2: I don't know. I mean, he's a free agent, so he got yeah. one more go if he wants to go somewhere. I don't think he
1: stays in Tampa. No, it's a dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> and and poor old Todd Bowles just sits there. And you you can't tell what he's thinking. No, he's lifeless. Oh, anyway, I know we got to go to the break. When we come back, some college football. The Bulls season is right around the corner. And what does that mean? And how do you somehow predict when you don't even know who's playing? Stick around. This is Main Street Media Television.
0: Buying or selling a home can be a very personal experience. Why not go with the team that receives nearly all of their business from referrals? Clearly a trusted name in real estate. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners has sold more than 500 homes in the last seven years. Voted best in Sumner County multiple times. Proven to be trusted with your most personal assets. Call the Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners at 615-906-8458. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners. Middle Tennessee's most trusted team in realty.
1: Jody Jones Dentistry can handle all your dental needs, from the basics to cosmetic procedures. All of this in the nicest dental facility I have ever seen. Jody has done it right. They're located conveniently at 55 Music Square East, and for an appointment, it's simple. Dial 615-259-5100 and tell them Plaz sent you. When you're thinking about golf, consider Riverside Golf Links. Under new ownership, the course has improved dramatically. It's now 27 holes complemented by a nine-hole executive course. Book a tee time now at 615-847-5074 and get ready to enjoy the beauty of golf in the Old Hickory area at Riverside Golf Links.
2: I'm Bart Durham. I was sworn in as a lawyer in
7: 1963, and I've been working as a lawyer since then. We're a firm that does exclusively personal injury, a lot of tractor-trailer crashes. Insurance companies will open up their checkbooks when you force them to. We have systems at work. We get the most money for our clients in the shortest amount of time. I'm Blair Durham. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. This is Eric Berner with Rock Castle Wealth Advisors. I help people in the pursuit of making their money live as long as they do. People hire me because I use a customized, individualized, and personal approach for the person I'm working with. Everyone's situation is different. If you've lost a spouse or a parent and want to make sure your inheritance is utilized and does not just disappear, I can help with that. Call me at 615-235-1058 or email eric at rockcastlewealth.com.
1: So the bowl season starts on Friday and there will be 820 million different games before it's all over. But Watson, it's become harder and harder to figure out who wants to be there and who doesn't. It's easy to say, well, Tulane will be fired up. Well, sure they will be. They haven't been to a cotton bowl. They haven't been to a bowl like this in forever but it's not Tulane that you're trying to figure out. It's a bunch of these others that you don't know whether they're interested or not interested. And what I want to know is as a coach, can you sense the vibe your team is putting out there? Not always.
2: No, I would say sometimes, but not always. And, uh, I, I knew that, uh, when we the second bowl at Oklahoma, we went to uh, Gary had gotten fired. I was going to UAB. Um, I knew that one could be tough. We'd lost our quarterback. Sometimes you know, uh, but I would say less than fifty-fifty, George. It's nowadays though. I think it's a little easier when you've got so many kids not playing. That's usually a pretty good sign right there. Last year, it was really just coming out for the draft early. This year, it's transfer portal. I mean, there's people that have got 12 and 13 kids that have left their team that aren't playing in the bowl game that that have gone to the portal. I would think those teams are going to have a tough go. I mean – uh, maybe the ones that are still there want to play, but how many how many good players have you lost through NFL and transfer portal? I know my brother's going to the holiday bowl, and he had, I think he had 10 transfer portal kids and most of them were on defense, believe it or not. His backup quarterback, who's a really good player, left and and I think it was like nine defensive players and then he had his best receiver declare for the draft, and he's not playing. So I think that's it more right now than just the attitude of the team.
1: What, what do you think is ultimately this, this cannot go on like this? You know, you can sit here in Capital One Bowl week and, you know, all this pageantry. But the fact of it is when those kids don't care enough to be there, you're going to have to do something. What is the something? What is it that ultimately is going to happen?
2: I don't know. Don't you think something's going to have to? Cause I think, I think it's going to become a point where somebody can't go to the bowl because they lost so many kids. That may be the next thing that happens. George is there was, there's a bowl canceled because one team lost 20 guys to the transfer portal in the NFL draft. Um, so I don't, I don't know what they're going to do some way to me. I wish they could find a way to uh, change to get rid of this early sign in date because that creates part of this transfer portal problem. The yeah. sign in dates this week. So most of these, the, the high school kids and the early signing dates before anybody plays in the bowl. Uh, and I wish they would say you can't transfer till after the bowl that you stay and you can't go to the portal till the, to your bowl game is over. That would help immensely, in my opinion. But you're dead right. It's going to do nothing but get worse. And we're going to have a time, and it may not be this year, but I'm telling you, it's growing. And if it's 12 and 13 in the transfer portal from one team this year, it's going to be 18 to 20 next year that are in the transfer portal. So it's going to happen.
3: Watson, George asked this to Herm when we had him on, on Friday. He said, you know, when, when a kid comes to your office and – and says, look, coach, you know, I am i don't think I'm going to play in this bowl game. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about my future. How do you, is there any, hey, look, you know, what what can we do to, to you know, to kind of help you down the road to where we can have you here, but we'll help you, you know, in your future somehow. Is that a conversation you have or do you just kind of sit there and say, all right, you know, do what you want to do? I mean
2: now as a coach when the kid comes in and tells you he doesn't want to be a part of the team anymore you, you you're you ready to let him go you don't try to talk them into staying when they do that and that's the devil's advocate of what we're talking about guys if if 18 of them don't can't get in the transfer portal right after the bowl game then they're probably not going to be very good in the bowl game either so i don't know what the answer is but to me i wouldn't try to talk one out See, I I didn't deal with this. Right. I mean, I might have one kid transfer, and if he transferred out, it was because he wasn't playing or something. I, I didn't, In my time, you didn't deal with this stuff, and uh, you, you didn't. I didn't. I wasn't at places where I had very many that could declare for the NFL draft anyway, come out, you know, and not play in a bowl game. So I I just it's hard for me to answer that. Herm has been a little later in being a college coach than I was. Maybe he answered it better than me, but I would not want to keep one that told me he wants to leave. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I know Coach Cheryl when we played in the Peach Bowl at Mississippi State and our offensive line coach came in and was told him he was going to Auburn. And the line coach said, I will stay if you want through the bowl. And Jackie said, hell no, get out of here. And we, we handled it within the staff. and uh, But he, he didn't want the guy around if he wasn't going to be a bulldog anymore. I'm telling you now, and I think he would have been the same way with, the, with players.
3: Yeah, that's what Herm also mentioned, George. If you remember, he said, you know, some coaches will say, get off the team now, leave now. You know, we don't want you on the sideline even for a bowl game. So it's interesting, you know, if you, <laughs> you run through coaches' opinions and see what they think. How would you walk
1: into Bo Shimbeckler and say, listen, you need to know I'm going to Ohio State. Oh. I would walk in with two security guards with me. Oh God, because <laughs> he might kill you. Oh my goodness. Oh. Or 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 walk into George Caffego and say I'm going to Vandy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Ah. I- it's a good thing this didn't happen with some of the old coaches, guys. Oh, the old I'm coaches! I'm not sure some of the old yeah. Woody Hazes of the world would have handled this very well. To you. So.
1: so, have you heard the Texas A&M rumor? No. What's the latest? Okay. In that pile of rumors, who do you think is being rumored to be the next offensive coordinator at A&M? Oh, I do know this one. Uh, mm-hmm.
2: The old Arkansas coach, yes.
1: Bobby Petrino. Bobby Petrino. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Which I guess means they have motorcycles in I'd College say
2: that's a, that might be a perfect match made in heaven right there.
3: That where has he even
1: been? He's been at Missouri State. Missouri oh, State right very close to beating Arkansas in that's late right. September. But, Watson, let me ask you this question, okay? Knowing how tenuous – Jimbo Fisher's situation is there. Why would he have any interest in that? Unless he thinks that he can weasel his way into the head coaching job when they boot Jimbo.
2: Well, he's not doing great at Missouri State. Well, that he's, would be he, He's five, he's 500 I think at best kind of right. the 3 years he's been there so he's not I'd say get me back into the FBS He's probably making three hundred thousand at Missouri State. He'll make one point three million at AM. That might be another reason, George. He might might consider that. Yeah. Uh, but I I think he he'd run from where he is to get and and maybe get himself back in the mix for a for a division one job again, not FCS.
3: Well, Petrino's always been a you know one of the better offensive minds. No, I mean he
1: is that. He yeah. I understand why Jimbo would be talking to him. And it's never been his offensive mind that got him in trouble. Uh, no. no.
2: <laughs> it wasn't his head got him in trouble.
1: Yeah. So, Watson, let me ask this. We, we've we now had a week since a lot of these bowls got announced. Well, they all got announced about a week ago. Anything stick out to you? A bowl game? You You brought one up, the Troy – UTSA. Texas. Yeah, UTSA.
2: Those two teams will be into it. That'll be a good game. Both of them champions. Conference USA has taken uh, – Sunbelt's taken some Conference USA teams away from them here in recent years. Uh, Conference USA in earlier years took some Sunbelt teams away from them. you got the two champions of both leagues. I think that will be one of the better, better bowl games as far as two teams
1: into it. I think this one got out on Friday and I don't think I've talked to you about it. So there was this thing where the Atlantic sun and the mountain West. No, uh, uh the WAC, the WAC, Western athletic. Yeah. We're going to merge and they're all going to go essentially division one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: That, that is and, true. Austin and, P is
1: one of those, by the way. Okay.
2: Austin P is going division one.
1: One right am i am i supposed to believe that austin p has the kind of fan base to support division one college football
2: uh money fan base and money uh i it shocked me uh i know when i was there it never could have happened we we would have not even been close in those days to being able to do that george and that one surprised me that they're wanting to do that but Eastern Kentucky was part of that. Yep. Uh, Jacksonville State's already gone Division One. They go into Conference USA next year. So these FCSs are jumping up. I, I don't know. And I do know that there, there's just nothing left on the FCS level. There's just right. no money. There's no money anywhere to get. You go play a Division One team or two, you're not getting near the dollars you got. When I first came to Tennessee Tech, I was getting... Five hundred to seven hundred fifty thousand a game uh, to go play Arkansas and TCU and Auburn. I can't remember. I played thirteen of them. <laughs> so, but now they're getting a hundred fifty or two hundred thousand, or maybe sometimes not even that. So it's it's just different.
3: You wonder if there's a big TV deal involved to where they help the schools out and try to you know support them somehow. But then again, that's pretty low level. You know, you don't probably wouldn't get it. I don't see that. Viewers. Yeah.
2: It would I have don't, I don't answer. see any TV jumping on that league when it first goes division one. And it's the WAC. There's three of them, and I forget the other one. The A Sun, the WAC, and somebody else.
1: There was a third one. Yeah, I think there's
2: three parts uh, of think. three different conferences. Not all of the conferences were doing it, but parts of each conference. And I know the two that, st- that stuck out to me was Eastern Kentucky and Austin Peay. Western Kentucky – George, you know this from from our back through Eastern and Western. Those two hate one another, and when Western win and Eastern hadn't done it yet, I think they've been just trying their best to get there. <laughs> and uh, so now they're – finally they're going to at least be Division One. I. I don't – did it give a date? Was it 24, 25? Was By, it next I, year? I think it, was,
3: I think it was 24. I don't know if it's so been – it be set, two yeah. years.
2: It would be one more year, and then they're going to do it.
3: Yeah, but Eastern's got a good little program. They had a, a yeah, decent Yeah, I mean, on paper. Well, Eastern's sort of better
2: player. than some of them, but still, Eastern would not be loaded with cash now no. where they make that big jump. George, that might be interesting to get uh, somebody from Austin Peay on yeah. at some point uh, because I'd like to ask some questions on how, how are you going to go about this. The other one I'm still watching because I'm just expecting them to do something is TSU. I still think TSU's up to something. I can't see them staying in conference uh, in uh, OVC. I just can't see it. Maybe they are. But I thought that with Eddie going there and everything, they would try to make, make a bump up or go back to the Swax
3: or something. I didn't know. But so far, they haven't done anything. You would think the SWAC with what? That down. You would think with the SWAC. Was that a
1: freebie? Free commercial there? <laughs> that was.
3: But with what Dion's done at Jackson State and the SWAC, that has bolstered a little bit of that conference and some teams in that conference to, you know, want to compete and want to be good at football. So maybe TSU goes back. Well, I mean, maybe that's a move, you know, they could make. By the way, it got out uh, five years,
1: $29.5 million for Dion. Not bad. No. Good work if you can get it.
2: You know, give Dion credit, George. I read where he had put a lot of his own money into Jackson State. Sure. He had put a lot of his own cash into redoing different the locker rooms and and the uniforms and the way they travel and, and it was his money. That's pretty neat to me. That's
1: that's something you can really respect.
3: He yeah. certainly left it better than he found it. Oh, yeah.
2: oh, absolutely he did that. Now, there may be a bunch of those kids high tailored to Colorado.
3: Or kind of sitting there wondering, where do I go now? <laughs>
2: Well, some of those are pretty high-profile kids he took. He he got some top recruits. Yeah. Not a ton, but he probably got two or three or four kids that were four-star type kids that I would imagine he'd take with him to Colorado.
3: And I'm sure we'll talk more about Colorado and you know what we can expect from them, but I think they might be pretty good with some well, of the talent they're bringing it in. It may
1: take a while because they were bad, bad. Yeah. They were dregs of society bad. After the break... <laughs> Speaking of dregs, plaster bet of the day. Watson, not nearly as many picks this week. So don't get excited that there's an 0 and five.
2: I'm anxious to see how you did over the weekend. Did, Did you
1: are you still climbing? It was average. Okay. It's called treading water. It's a middle of the road performance. Two two picks, one win, one loss. Okay. We'll review when we get back. This is Main Street Media Television.
3: For Dustin Timmons and Joey Donley, they welcome every opportunity to serve and satisfy their clients. Whether you are looking to build your dream home or renovate your current home, their team will ensure that every client and remodel is unique, luxurious, completed on time, and within budget. Contact them today to set an appointment for a free consultation or to view some of their completed projects by logging on to
0: DonleyTimmons.com. Wellskin Dermatology and Aesthetics. We pride ourselves in providing access, innovation, and a patient experience second to none. Access to care and treatment when you need it. Innovation with medical and cosmetics and various on-site technologies for full-service treatments with a customer experience that is calming, casual, and effective. Independently owned, providing medical, surgical, pediatric, and cosmetic dermatology and more. Visit wellskinmd.com to schedule your appointment today. Wellskin Dermatology and Aesthetics. Access to healthier skin it's your last chance to get a spring tune-up for summer complete service heat and air can clean your coils check out your motor and make sure you have cold air on that first hot day of summer complete service heat and air is located in white bluff tennessee we do service and repair on heating and air the right way 24 7 service call us at 615-797-3997 that's 615-797-3997 serving cheatham davidson dixon hickman humphreys montgomery and william counties. Have you heard about the high levels of radon in Middle Tennessee? Radon gas is the second leading cause of lung cancer, second only to smoking, and has no color, no taste, and no smell. The only way to know if you have radon is to test for it. Duret Radon Mitigation offers testing for small and large scale residential and commercial properties plus mitigation services. Visit DuretRadonMitigation.com to request testing or get a free estimate for mitigation. That's DuretRadonMitigation.com. Since 1865, the First Baptist Church of Gallatin on Winchester Street has served its community by catering to the least, the last, and the lost. Providing a church of welcome used by God to save the lost, transform the saved, and impact its community. As a proud multi-ethnic congregation, Pastor Derek Jackson personally welcomes you to join them in fellowship Sunday mornings at 8 in person or at 1045 in person or online at firstbaptistgallatin.org. First Baptist Gallatin on Winchester Street, serving with open arms as a true church of welcome.
3: Welcome back into final segment of the George Plaster Show as we wrap it up on your Monday night. Bart Durham Injury Law brings us Plaster's bet of the day. They've aggressively protected the rights of a broad range of victims of car accidents and personal injury in both Tennessee and Kentucky. If you, too, have seen your life interrupted by an injury on a highway, in a hospital, or at your workplace, let their attorneys do the work fighting for the full financial compensation that you need. Learn more about Bart Durham injury law by logging onto their website. That is bartdurham.com. And, uh, George, let's check out what happened this weekend. Watson Watson. Watson wants to know. Yeah, Watson is in He's the front row. He's vitally interested. He's interested. 89 Ooh. and 86 now. Lost the Titans bet. Oh, the no Cincinnati. wonder he hammered them. <laughs> <laughs> the Cincinnati and Kansas City teaser. One though, so that's a big win. Yes, so you yes, it was balanced your efforts out a little <laughs> bit this weekend. So yep. let's see, are you sticking football tonight?
1: George? Oh, absolutely, and and I want to say that I feel pretty strong about where I'm going tonight, and I'm going to explain why here in just a second. So you're I w- confident. I would assume that. Will there be a graphic that shows what I'm? Yes, uh, there is a graphic, George. There we go. So. I'm going with New England for a couple of reasons. Number one, they've got something to play for. Arizona, truthfully, does not. Watson, I believe at the end of the year that Cliff Kingsbury is going to get fired. Uh, I think that the little love affair between him and Kyler Murray has long since gone away. Arizona, to me, seems like a rudderless ship. And I think New England will go in there with... You know, a chance uh, to be in the top seven in the AFC, and I think they will—they will just win this game outright. Period. Yeah, and I don't know that they're the most talented of the two, but I'm not sure I wouldn't
2: go with you there. Is Aaron Murray playing tonight, or is he not playing?
1: You mean you know? Kyler Murray. Aaron, said, Murray? Aaron Murray would probably would, like to would, be. Aaron Murray would not be playing. <laughs> Nobody would really like to be. <laughs> Is Kyler Murray?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he is playing tonight. Yes. Is uh, Hopkins playing tonight?
3: Uh, yeah, he, I think he is. Yeah, should be. I don't Unless know. I'm mistaken.
2: I don't know. I don't feel as good as you do, but I'm not against your pick. But oh, I'm are. not as I'm not as strong as you
1: are about it. I'm gonna throw this at you because <laughs> it might yeah. be give it about ten minutes. It'll get here. <laughs> <laughs> Because I feel good about New England. Good. This is a this is a strong hunch. Well, don't ask me if you don't want me to tell you. No, I I, I just you know. He can't al- he can't
3: always be cheering for you, no, positive
1: at all. Watson, I'll tell you this: eighty nine and eighty six. Nothing to sneeze at.
2: No, I'm good. I I've. Patted you on the back the last couple of weeks. It's, about it's hard for me to do that sometimes, but it's about I- time. Yeah, that's probably
1: true. So <laughs> that's probably tomorrow true. on the show. Tony Basilio will join us. Don't know yet what we're doing in the five o'clock hour. Got a couple of good ideas brewing. We'll see if one of them hits. Watson. Until then, go Patriots. Go
2: Patriots. I'll pull for you tonight.
1: And more importantly, go Mike Leach. Yeah, let's
2: all say a strong prayer for him.
1: Absolutely. Keep fighting. Billy, see you tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow, George. We're done. Thanks for being with us on Main Street Media Television.